unfair the treatment that a lot of these female athletes get. And I'm going to just be real. Like, we all know that if we don't have the button pushers mm-hmm. behind the cut, the people that's cutting the, the checks, checks behind it's not gonna move. women's sports, it's not going to move. Mm-hmm. We can be out here marching and women empowerment all we want to, but at the end of the day, if you're not sitting in that office cutting checks, making big decisions, it's not going to move. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep it a brick. Don't nobody want to watch that shit. another episode of the Count Me Out podcast. I'm your girl, JQ, sports PR manager and personality. And it's your boy Spoon, man, high school basketball coach, sports junkie, just really trying to figure it out. We are so excited to have Santia Barnes in the building tonight. You guys might know her on social media as Track Baby, but this girl, I mean, she is doing it all. Social media influencer, mm. female owner of a shoe company. That's big. And professional female football player. Thank you for joining us. Thank God for having me. You can't beat me in no foot race. I'm, I'm going to put that out there right now for we even get going. 10 months ACL surgery at all. I ain't worried about it. Yeah. We're going to have to get that on camera maybe. Let me know. No, not no more. Not no more. Not no more. Bobby. Not no more. Oh, so now what? there's a possibility. A- <laughs> <laughs> slight possibility I could lose. It's just a slight, slight? one though. Slight? Because okay. there's a slight possibility I might lose. That's Too many cameras great. around. But your strides would be longer though. That don't mean nothing. Oh, it doesn't? That don't mean nothing. Oh, okay. Oh, you just ain't seen me run. That's how you. (laughs) Unless you look like you say both, which I doubt. I'm not worried. I'm gonna just put this out there. (laughs) I'm gonna just put this out there. Ten six hundred in high school. Mm. Look it up. Now you seen her face when I say ten six in high school. That's why I said not no more. I don't want to run no more. I don't want to run no more. There was a point in time though. Not bad. bad. I give you that. That's good. Okay, yeah, not bad. I mean, like high school is running like nine nines now. You know. So you know, that was good though back then. I get What's you your fastest hundred time? This is how you end all. We're not the, gonna worry about that. Right. This is how you end all the <laughs> back and forth. He called it. Ain't go no, ahead, ain't, Jake. Go, go, go ahead, Jake. You go, go ahead, Jake. You. Go so ahead, Jake. Before we get into the interview, we like to do some fire questions, right? So I'm gonna ask you two questions, and then Spoon has a question for you. Okay. okay? So we want you to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh lord. Okay. okay. Don't take all day. <laughs> all right. So my first question is, what is your biggest fear? Water, deep water. Do you know That's how to swim? Semi. Okay. Oh, that's like, a good one. Doggy paddle. Mm. You know, actually, I'm learning though. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But how did you learn how to swim? She just said she I doggy paddle. She don't know how to swim. But you know, some people they're just thrown into the water. That's how my. That's why I'm scared because I was thrown into the water. My stepdad was supposed to catch me. He missed me. Oh Could hell Couldn't find no. me under the water because we was at a, like a public pool at that time. A whole bunch of kids in there during the summer. He lost me and I almost died. So. See, I think that would have been it for That's me. I got real trauma. That's so, Damn, it bro, I had I'm a black, joke, bro. People I'm going to hold on to it now, though, because you said you almost died. I got to hold on to my joke, but I don't even want to let it fly. I had a look. <laughs> I ain't going to. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it. Okay, so my next question is, what is the most uh, ridiculous pickup line that you have heard from a guy or from oh a female? Jesus. Um, Most ridiculous? Yeah, you looked at him like, are you serious? Did you just say what I think I you just like said? I feel like 98% of the lines is like that. Mm. Like, it'd be super corny. Give me one. Like, Give me oh, one. Let me tell you, like, what I've experienced in Atlanta. Oh, shit. Pull up to wherever I'm at, pumping gas, whatever. Can I pump your gas? Um, I'm good. <laughs> Appreciate you, though. Because I'm, I'm nice. Like, I'm yeah. not like, oh, nigga. Right, right. I don't fucking say 
that word on here. You, no, you I'm can. good. I can yeah. say whatever. Yeah, you say whatever. So I'm like, oh, nigga, whatever. I'm not like that. So I'm like, I'm good. Thank you. Whatever. And they'd be like, man, you see what I'm driving? You see what I'm driving? I can put you in that. I can put you in that. Like, that's what I normally get in Atlanta. <laughs> That For don't whatever work. reason. That sound like <laughs> hey now. That sound is that you? No. That you ain't going for that neither. I'm not I'm just getting for back in my car. Thank you, but no thank you. Like, because you gotta be polite can. nowadays. Y'all yeah, niggas be on my pulling out. They're up it oh on you for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let them pump that gas, man. Them folks don't want them no. pump gas. He ain't say he wanted your number, did he? But like why if I say I'm good on like why? Don't be good. Let them pump the gas. Nah, because then that's it's gonna we... turn into soaking out your number. Like then it's gonna be conversation no. that right. you don't want to have. And don't say, say I got a no man. To... No. Because then oh what your man got to do with me? Is that you can go all the way down the line? I'm pregnant. I I got you this. ain't so y'all not <laughs> hey, listen like whatever. Hold they on, don't not hold care. on, Santia. They ain't nobody. Y'all not going around here telling folks y'all <laughs> no, I pregnant, never said bro. That. <laughs> <laughs> JQ done used that one before. You no, use that I, one before? I, I haven't used that, no. Uh, you laugh too no, hard. No, no. Oh, okay. You might have to because people be out here tripping. Like, and be getting different. mad when you're trying to be polite because I don't want to embarrass you because most exactly. of the time they got the niggas with them, right? Yeah. You don't want to make them look bad so you try to like... Respectful. Yeah, like I'm, I'm so That's why you got to make him look good in front of his no. partners. That's why you say, oh no, thank you. I appreciate you though. Like, it could have been like, oh, nigga, get out my face. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, we appreciate you, but I'm good. Well, like, I don't, don't want to hear I don't that. Need... See? <laughs> we don't... Hey, fellas. <laughs> See? We don't want to hear that. See, I why mean, not, though? I think the last time I was hit on, I was in a grocery store. I was in a grocery store. I can't believe I did this. How long ago was this? About a month ago. Okay, we ain't got to talk about it. <laughs> anyway. We ain't got to talk about it. Okay. I found myself saluting a nigga. I'm like, he was like, hey, can I get Oh, you went on Instagram and did a whole thing about this, I huh? cannot believe I did that. What? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Was he like an army vet? No, no he wasn't. Regular guy. He was pushing a cart. He said, oh, you looking nice today. What you cooking, to, uh, what you cooking for dinner tonight? <laughs> what you did, girl? What you I did? I just said... And Salute. just kept walking, just kept pushing my cart. Yeah, yeah. It's just so awful for me. I don't know. Use Y'all gonna use that. That's gonna make them up the fire. You, you they gonna go crazy. They, they like, gonna up the fire. <laughs> what? Like, more questions after that. Mm-mm-mm. No, he just Ooh, kept Lord. on pushing That's his cart. Did we talk about where you were from, Cynthia? Huh? Where you from? Uh, so born in Greenville, South Carolina, raised in Houston. Oh, okay, so you're from the South. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you drink sweet tea? No. So you're not from the South. Um, Ooh, anyway, he got a point. You, um, he got a point, Santia. I mean, Do you? <laughs> it's because I'm an athlete, though. Like, I'm just being real. Like, I'm very help. Like, when it come, you know what? Let me just not get into my. <laughs> Where does tea come from? What? Where does tea come Where from? Where does sweet tea? Why we? Where why does it gotta be sweet? Though? Tea come from? It don't matter. South tea is unhealthy as shit. You gonna the first yeah, sip you take is diabetes galore. Hey man, you gotta like, use natural sweeteners. So oh, see, no, you see how that. I went down. You see how <laughs> I went that route since you tried to go all Doctor Sebi on me. You see how you, you see how see, that I go? do like that. Do you Sebi do you okay? Are you a chicken wing person? No, you don't eat chicken wings. I don't got no question there. Dang, I'm out of the way. You just heard wanna, his question, man. You feel me, like. I know. Was like, there a point in time where you <laughs> ate chicken wings? I've never been a chicken. Like I, I would eat them, but I'm not. It's not that's like like not my thing though. Like, okay, I'm so not. what's your go-to food then? Nita, Nita, you fruit. hungry? You hungry? Fruit. Okay, what's your favorite fruit? Mangoes. Mangoes. Hmm. You peel them yourself. Yes. Okay. Mm. Do, do the little string things be getting caught in the teeth <laughs> when you bite down in there? Sometimes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> How for you sure. get it out? With a toothpick. Why do I gotta know she all be- that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm flossing. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't floss. You don't floss. You don't floss it out. No, I find the closest thing oh, I, I think I can get out of my For 30 minutes, but it ain't going nowhere. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I'm all right. So, look, everyone knows you, Santia, as a phenomenal everything like you do everything like i can go down your resume it will probably take me about five minutes to go through right so take us back from you know your college days how you got into football you play rugby mm-hmm. but you were a track star at yeah. the school that you attended in texas mm-hmm. um so i mean my first sport which a lot of people don't know was tennis so oh, i was wow. playing tennis at four like four to five then i got into track and then got a scholarship ran at texas a&m which is a, it was a really dope experience. Um, I made a lot of friends. Um, one of my closest friends that's no longer here with me, he was kind of the reason why I continued sports after college because before he passed with can- from cancer, he was just like, man, you got to make it. You gotta, I got to mm-hmm. see you on TV, you know, to, as an Olympian. And so my whole thing after college was, I'm going to get there. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be track and field, but I was like, I know that there's something out there that I can still do. Was driving one day, saw like a flag football tryout sign, and I was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna see what I can do." And went there, first <laughs> first tryout. My coach is like, "How long you been playing?" And I was like, "I never played." He was like, "Oh, we gonna turn you up." And then from there, shit just just went crazy. But why did you didn't think track and field was the sport that you were gonna? Cause I'm realistic. Like okay. you gotta be a certain type of fast yeah to make olympic to yeah. make an olympic team and i just wasn't i wasn't there i was very injury prone i was injured almost every year in sports or in, in a college and i told myself i'm gonna try one more time mm-hmm. so i graduated and i found like a um an olympic coach you know i was training doing well ended up re- like kind of straining my hamstring again and i was done i like i hung up my cleats mm-hmm. that was you were training so, for track yeah i was training for track what, what did you run 100, 200, 4 by one What did you say your fastest 100 time was? <laughs> Let's skip over that question. It was, you know, it I was gotta, okay. Y'all. I got okay. <laughs> But I'm realistic. Like, I was, I was fast, but I was not Shikari, you know, Shikari fast. Yeah. So, like, I, I was quick. I got a scholarship, but I wasn't, like, you know, Olympics, like, Olympic fast. Mm-hmm. And so, football just became my thing. And just to kind of back up how I even got into even considering football, I have a twin brother. Um, I have three brothers. They all play football. All were running backs. Um, all did really well. And I was a tomboy, so I was out there doing everything they were doing. I was running routes. I was going to camps. The camps was always for God, for boys. But my, my mom was like, "Well, she if 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 her brother going, she going." Right. That was my mom. Yeah. So like I was out there with all the boys, juking their asses, doing everything. And my mom even allowed me to <laughs> go to pee wee football practice with my twin. And yeah, I did really good. No. Oh, okay. Um, we I did really good, but I got hit in the chest. And you was like, "That's it." Yeah, that my it. mama was like, "Hell no!" Oh like, yeah, my daughter is not doing this no more. Shout out to mom. And that yeah. was it. For, yeah, that was right for football. So I didn't start playing again until I graduated from college. But how did your brothers feel about you hated. tagging along and playing? Was, they hated it. They, 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 they hated it. They hated it. But I was because I was almost as good as them. So like, mm. they was like hating low key. Oh, so they were sorry. No, nah, they was good. Oh. My brothers was good. But you was. I mean, I'm. I'm good too. Oh, my fault. Like, okay, okay. I was just seeing what she was on. See what type of time you was on. My fault. I'm not finna play with it. Oh, but yeah. So that's that's kind of how the football happened. And then after how I got into rugby was, you know, I was pretty much I was going viral at that time for like you know playing flag football and everything. And uh, the USA rugby coach messaged me on Facebook and was like. 
have you ever considered playing rugby? And I was like, what is rugby? <laughs> like, mm. I, I didn't even know what that was. Did you think it was a scam when you first a got it? A little bit, because, like, <laughs> definitely, like, I've, like I, I've heard of it, right? But not really. And I thought only guys did it. Mm. And so he was like, well, I would love for you to come out to San Diego to the Olympic Center and go through a tryout. And he was like, I was like, okay, shit, whatever. And so I flew out there. And <laughs> as soon as I landed, he got fired. Yeah, he got fired the same day. Um, I don't even know what he got fired for. I didn't talk Thanks. to him. I didn't get to meet him. So when I got there, it was super awkward because the, the guy new, that told you to come just got, got fired. Wow. Yeah. He you didn't send no text. You didn't send no email. Like, yo, what? I heard that you got fired. He told you or you found out through somebody else. No, when I got there, I'm like, where's Mr. Brown? Right. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he got wow. fired this morning. I was like, so. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, the new lady that came in, she was so rude. She was like, "Why are you here? You don't know how you don't know how to play rugby. Why are you here? We're going a different direction, so we're gonna send you home." I was like, "Oh, cool." So went home, super upset, super sad, kind of like let right like let it go for. Yeah, that would have been the end of rugby. Yeah, yeah sure. it was, that was it. at that point in, in time. It was got back in the flag, continued doing my thing, and then. People kept sending me like viral posts of like rug like girls in rugby, like killing. I'm like, man, I could really do this for real. And so I actually was like, you know what? I'm gonna learn how to play. So I found a local team, got a whole bunch of training, and within like six months, he was like, let's just put you on Olympic track. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just put you on Olympic track real quick. And so pretty much from there, I was going from like New Zealand to London. I went to Fiji and I was playing in tournaments, I was learning. I was investing a lot of money to learn in different countries because they they're the best overseas. Yeah, and I was on I was almost there. I got the tryout finally with the coach again. Uh, wasn't the same coach, but I got the tryout. And when I got there, I was completely burnt out. I wasn't taking care of my body. Um, I had old nagging injuries that I just honestly wasn't taking care of. And I remember my doctor told me he was like, "Yo, if you don't slow down, you're gonna burn out and be done." Mm -hmm. And I was like. Shut okay, I'll slow down. Man, I got on a plane three days later to go to New Zealand. And I had a, a hamstring issue. And so when I got to that actual tryout, it looked like I never played sports in my life. Like, I remember crying because I was like, I moving hurts. Like, I can't even jog without it feeling like I'm running a mile. Mm -hmm. And so I went out there, looked like trash. Mm. And that was it. So, like, I went into, like, a very deep, dark depression because I'm like, come on. Like, we here again. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like, I remember just for, like, three months, I was just, like, I was done. And I remember my mom came in when, at that time, and she was like, look, you gonna, either you're going you gonna to keep fighting or you're going to lay here and die. What mm. you going mm. to choose? And I remember probably about two months later, um, I got a call from the professional uh, women's football team mm -hmm. that I went viral for, for getting a contract. And um, That was a multi-million dollar contract? Mm -hmm. Okay, I was going to ask you about yeah. that. And end up getting that call. Hold on now, because we're not just going to skim past that. What, <laughs> what you get, just... She's getting it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, yo, let's I'm, talk, trying to like, about... I'm trying not to go in like super detail because I don't want y'all to, like, it'll be a super long. You know oh, what I'm no, saying? Oh, no, we tapped Girl, in. Oh, like, come on right, now. Cool. This is what we told you to come over uh, for. I mean, okay, okay. So, yeah, so got the call. So, at that time, I was recovering from my injury. Um, and this was the hamstring? Or... Yeah, the, okay, the hamstring. Okay, okay. And then also getting cut, I was still, like, in my feelings about that. And my mom had got a call from the lady because she was mm -hmm. my manager at that mm -hmm. time. And my mom was like, professional football? Like, what? 
she was like, yeah, this will be the first league where women are getting paid multi-million dollar contracts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'll see if she want to do it. And I was like, yeah, like, duh, <laughs> like I play flag. Like, why would I not want to do it? But it was tackled. Mm-hmm. So like, it would have been different. And I did have a little stint. Let me go back. I had a little stint in the LFL, which is like the lingerie football league. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. What it was until I got there, so yeah, you that did. Was I, I really did. Yeah, did. I thought I thought we was wearing like, um, like sport bra, sports bra, we and like, like biker shorts, whole ass out. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so what was that, the name of that league? We're gonna put it on the bottom so the fellas, fellas, we got, I got you, fellas. No. I got you. I got you, fellas. So it's, it's actually they it's evolved. So now they are wearing more clothes and stuff now. So I, really, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, viewership is down. You know what? <laughs> viewership, viewership is down for sure. Oh, I nah. believe that though. No, it probably. I mean, yeah. most of the the audience was definitely men. Come yeah. on now, 100%. anything lingerie. If yeah. you put lingerie at the front Yo. of it, ninety eight percent of the guys going to tap you, in at least one so time. Crazy. Let me just see. I remember see being at games on. like waiting to get in, like on the sideline, and. There will be dudes like, show us your tit. Like, it was just the most crazy. Yeah, with Mardi Gras I'm like, bees. y'all really, like, y'all been playing this shit for, like, six, seven years? And they're like, yeah, you know. So, y'all waiting to sub in. Y'all just sit on the side with your and just get harassed. Really? I mean, what you mean when I asked you before? <laughs> <laughs> you so stupid. That's what you just said, bro. But the bro. crazy thing was, like, these, like, they... We they were all like good as athletes. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen like female athletes move how all these women move. Like if they were dudes, they would be in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like it's like hands down. So they're some of the best athletes I've ever seen. But unfortunately, like with women's football, gotta have your ass out. It's tough. Like it's tough getting. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> This is going to be him the whole entire show. I can't you. play so this, man. My fault, my fault. I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, pretty much what you I mean, it's, it's hard to get, like, a big audience to support it. I, I love the fact that flag is, like, taking off. Yeah. Olympic sport. Nike's behind it. NFL's behind it. It's really taking off. So I'm happy to see the progression. But it's it's a journey. Like, a lot of these women, they've been playing 12-plus years, some of these women. Mm. and never got paid. Mm. Like, anything. But so, we sacrifice on our body. So in that league, the WFLA, WFLA. league, mm-hmm. were you guys gonna get paid? Like, were your ben- were there be benefits? It would have been like an NFL style type. Interesting. Deal where you get everything, but which I'm sure everybody knows at this point, that league didn't make it past COVID, mm-hmm. and other things happened. That do I'm you think? It, do you think it was serious. because of COVID? Do you think it was just bad timing? COVID probably didn't help none. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is Google it. I'm not gonna get into that, but COVID definitely was a part of it. Okay. She signed not the NDA. My, she signed yeah, the NDA. Not my business. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not. <laughs> she can't talk about it, y'all. We gonna we gonna do our searches. I can't though, go into details to do what do what they do on the internet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that. So the um, I believe the International Olympic Committees announced a few weeks ago that men and women's flag football is going to be in the, is it 2027 or 2028 Olympics? Mm-hmm. Do you see yourself coaching? Nah, I see myself playing. Playing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we're getting in there. hundred percent sure. playing. Yeah. So the thing that makes flag so amazing, there's women and guys that are like 56, 57 playing flag. No, we're really? not doing it's that. Not, it's not a contact. I see a 60 year old out there. I swear. Even in tackle, women's tackle, we had a woman on the line that was at like 45. Like, it, how you take care of your body is how long you're going to be able to play sports. This is tackle? 
That lady was 45 and she was playing tackle, but in flag, there's 50 year olds. There was, I think see, the I oldest I ever seen was 50. What did I say? 57? Uh huh. Yeah. But that reminds me of pickleball because I know a lot of pickleball players are older people. That's I mean, because don't nobody play pickleball yet. Ain't nobody well, playing it's pickleball. A, it's it's so becoming very popular. Off, there it is. When pickleball, when it really get going, them old folks gonna have to go and get out the way because yeah. it's gonna be. <laughs> there is a professional league though. I know, yeah. and, and it's gonna be hella young. All the young people that's yeah. coming mm-hmm. up ain't never heard of pickleball before. Yeah. The first time they hear about it, they gonna start the practicing, and then them old mm-hmm. people gonna get out there and play one of them 19, 20 year olds. Oh no, this ain't it. Yeah, My there. time that came to pass. I gotta yeah. get out the way. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. So that's the plan. But like, if it don't happen, you know. I felt like I had a really good run with, with flag. Why do you think it took so long for, because I know it's in NAIA, NAIA mm-hmm. and JUCO, but it mm-hmm. hasn't made it to the NCAA yet. Yeah. Um, this is flag. Flag football. You know, they, they, they trying to get real big with the flag in uh, high school. It's, yeah. it's like a, it's a real high That's school sport right. now. Like high with school is girl, killing it. Girl right sports yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. They're on a different level. But I'm I'm wondering why was taking so long for it to expand to the NCAA, being that as any other, you know. They got to find a way to make profit. Yeah. You know, the NCAA is it's the biggest Fortune 500 company. They all are. They're ever. about money. They all yeah. about profit. If it doesn't so, make sense to them, yeah. I don't and honestly, hear about I think it. they're trying to do something different for the. The girls, mm. because obviously we know football programs run everything, mm-hmm. and again they know that flag football is is something that both men and women can do. Yeah. So I feel like they're trying to like push girls into it, but like you said, they're still trying to figure out like how can we actually make money from this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be even with um NFL flag and everything else. Like yeah. you see how how much they're doing, right? But the question still you know remains like okay, is this going to actually make us money, mm-hmm. or is this going to be like no offense. Let me. I ain't gonna say that. No, no you gotta say that. I gotta hear that. I gotta hear that one. Everyone has an opinion okay, about fine. everything. So, and no offense, because I love all of them. Anytime, but is the it gonna be like another? Like that. But also, we I have, know one hundred percent is gonna be offensive. Because you know, people be in their feelings about everything on yes, social media. Very sensitive. No um, offense, as I offend you, <laughs> as you were saying. Um, I ain't gonna say it. But we want to hear it for sure. We want to hear it. Okay. And this is, this is not my opinion. This is facts. This is numbers. You can go Google it. Is it going to be another WNBA type mm. you know, sport? Whereas like... I had nothing to do with that statement. See, look. That's like... Hey, you want to... No. I watched the WNBA. But it's real. Like, and it's, it's unfair the treatment that a lot of these female athletes get. And I'm going to just be real. Like, we all know that... If we don't have the button pushers mm-hmm. behind the cut, the people that's cutting the, the checks, checks behind it's not gonna move. women's sports, it's not going to move. Mm-hmm. We can be out here marching and women empowerment all we want to, but at the end of the day, if you're not sitting in that office cutting checks, making big decisions, it's not going to move. I'm mm-hmm. going to keep it a brick. Don't nobody want to watch that shit. What? Just women, women athletes. Like as a, I'm not speaking on me in general because I'm an athlete, so of course I watch... WNBA, I watch mm-hmm. tennis, I watch, but as a general rule of thumb, people don't want to sit and watch women play sports because it's just. I was say tennis. tennis. I mean, because the uh, again, yeah. there's 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 sports that women can thrive in, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. it'll it'll look almost similar to how it does when men play. Yeah. 
Like tennis is one of those sports where yeah. Serena dominates mm-hmm. the tennis court. Like Coco Golf, they dominate the, the tennis court. Yeah. And then you go look at a sport like basketball and you see how men portray basketball. Yeah. They're dunking, they're 360 in, they're, you feel me? And then the women's yeah. game, they throw an alley oop and the girl comes out of nowhere, catches it. Oh, mm-hmm. great pass. And then she lays it up. It's like, well, yeah. Like, but, but it's unrealistic expectations. I think that's also something that has to be reprogrammed mm. is we are biologically completely different. So you exactly, can't expect... Exactly, which is why I feel like in women's basketball, they need to lower the rim. If they lower the rim to eight and a half, nine feet for women, and now you got the... Because athletic women, mm-hmm. if the most athletic woman in the WNBA is hard-pressed to dunk. Like, yeah. not saying she can't, but it's not. It's it doesn't not look as them. fluid. Right. Like if, yeah. if you drop that goal from ten foot to nine foot, <laughs> you see alleys all. Come there. on now, I can see. I'm, I'm I already see that's how it's true. gonna go. Them yeah. girls, them Brianna Stewart, them yeah. girls, that's like that. That's right there on dunking. They might can dunk sometimes. Three out of seven dunks it goes in. Yeah. yeah. You drop the goal a whole foot. Now they two hand three sixty. You know it get it get crazy then. But yeah. because you guys can't do the things that men can do on a basketball floor. I'm just mm-hmm. speaking strictly in terms mm-hmm. of basketball. On a basketball floor. Just change it. Lower the, lower the goal down. That's give true. the girls nine fouls instead of five. Let yeah. them go out. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you got to change the game because that's why the viewership is low. If you change the rules to so that the game looks like strictly off aesthetics, if it looks like how it does for men, yeah. then the viewership will go up. If you look at the the playoffs for the WNBA now, like, people are watching mm-hmm. now. They're, they're tuned in now. 100%, yeah. And it's it's still not the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's just not. Like, the Aces don't won. How many times they don't won? They don't won two, three times in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch what they're doing now, just imagine how much better Asia Wilson numbers mm-hmm. would be if the goal was eight and a half, nine foot. Yeah. And sure. now she get the back down, back down, turn and dunk. And now it's like, oh, shit. That's real. Like, yeah. It would, it, would, it, would, it would just be a completely different, strictly from, like, a visual aspect, you would get more people to mm-hmm. watch because it just looks like hell she look like lebron now right. for sure like people say oh she the girl bron and then she go do a finger roll it's yeah. like, like we're that. not doing that but i think as, but i think also too i think people will agree with that but you also got to get those important people those people that's going to push things to happen to also agree with it you know what then you're going to also have women that are going to say well no that's not fair we shouldn't have to lower the goals that's why I think it'll be a while nah, before. But as a woman, I actually agree with the statement. With the hey, man, them because yeah. at the end of the day, the it's not yeah. about your feelings. Yeah. It's about what's going to get people in the, in the, in the arena. What's going to get you what's paid. Gonna Literally. That's <laughs> all. Make you that's money. all it's about. Like, yeah. I wouldn't care about none of that. If I'm going to get paid, cool. Man, them WNBA like, yeah, execs, cool. right. them WNBA execs, when them buttons start getting pushed, what's going to happen is it's going to be from 12 teams to 20 teams, 20 teams, 25, yeah. because people are going to start watching. Uh, yeah. Ass is going to be in them seats. Right. Tickets going to get sold. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to make people start, start watching women's sports. Exactly, but also, yeah. this is another thing, too, that I think, on, like across all sports for women, like player development. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like the fact that, and character development is what yeah. I really meant to say. You know every single thing about LeBron James. Well, you know what time he was born, mm-hmm. what hospital, what high school, what happened to his parents. You know everything. But can you tell me what happened? Like, how did what happened with Shakari? Mm-hmm. What's her story? Yep. She smoked weed. Yeah. That's all y'all. Y'all know she fast. She smoked weed. Mm-hmm. But she, she don't know anything about her past. You don't know anything about anything in her life for you to connect with her. Right. There's no connection to women's like players. All we know is they play a sport. We don't really know their name. Yeah. But if you kind of good, we might know, oh, that's number three. But that's about it. Yeah. We don't know anything about their <laughs> life. Said, so we don't know anything about 
their parents, their childhood? What was their trials and tribulations? How can I connect with you so that I become a fan and actually like go throughout, you know, go out your, go through, go with you throughout your career? Yeah. Follow you, buy your jerseys, buy tickets. You know, have my kids come and sign your jersey. You know, mm-hmm. like we, the guys have that. They have. Yeah. The, the sit-down interviews on, you know, what is it, NFL 360, like, all mm-hmm. these different things where, like, you get to learn about these people. You get to follow their journey. You get invested emotionally. Yeah. You become a fan really quickly. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of women, maybe except Serena Williams, because they just did a whole ass movie on her. Yeah. And plus, she's been around for a while. But who else is, that's actually thriving out here? Do you know their entire story? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's what Literally. I was saying earlier, though. Like, it's it's on top of it being a popularity contest, especially with women. Yeah. Um, like, they're just, there has to be the 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 gap has got to be bridged mm-hmm. because there's a disconnect from the fan and, and the player. Mm-hmm. Literally, it's like we just said, you was talking about the tackle football league. The tackle football league is tackle football, but chicks got to have their ass out. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's hard pressed to get views. You feel me? But yeah. that's what's selling is the lingerie football mm-hmm. league. It ain't yeah. just the women's football league. Exactly. Because people are gonna see that like, hell no, I'm gonna skip through that one. I don't want right. like it's a hundred percent though. It's facts. Like you can see how many people show up for LFL versus just regular women's tackle. Mm-hmm. Like it's a huge difference and it sucks, but marketing is important, yep. character development, yep. like media attention. Like all of these these things matter in sports if you're actually gonna make it make money mm-hmm. and want people to sponsor it and make people want to put dollars behind you. Like you have to have something about you and what you're doing for people to be like, cool. Like let me actually follow this person right. on social media, learn about them, buy their jerseys, become a fan, tell my family and friends about them, go to the games. Like there has to be a story. Nobody has story. Women don't have stories. Mm-mm. Like a There's shoe, no huh? story. Like if you made like your own shoe, that'd probably be like something that. <laughs> but to piggyback off what you just said too, I think females we we need to put ourselves out there more yeah i think we shelter we mm-hmm. want to be careful how we're putting yes. ourselves out to the public oh we gotta be you know secretive about certain mm-hmm. things but like you said in order for you to get to that popularity status people are gonna have to connect with you they might not watch flag football but because of your story yep. now they become a saint to your fan yeah so i think you know talking with female athletes sometimes when they when they say Oh, I don't think I should do that because I'm afraid of how I'm going to be perceived as. Well, mm. obviously, you don't want to build a brand. Exactly. You don't want people to hear your story. Yeah. Um, but I think the more that we have those opportunities for female athletes, I agree. I do think there will be opportunities for them to, you know, make more money, yep. be more marketable. Mm-hmm. But it takes platforms like the Counting Me Out podcast to go and tell their story. Because again, not everybody's a sports fan. Yeah. I don't yeah. watch I don't watch pickleball, but yeah. I started following this guy just because of how great he is and mm-hmm. these moves that he's making on the court or mm-hmm. on the um tennis court. So I just I just really hope that we can get out of that mindset that we have to, you know, keep a certain image just so, you know, people are not judging us in a different different light. Meanwhile, the male players don't care about nothing. They don't care about that. They don't care about nothing. But also too, I have to say this. I also think more women have to support women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, That's and I big. get it too. Yeah. Again, big. it's reprogramming because we grew up playing with dolls. Yeah. They grew up playing sports, video games, whatever. So a lot of us grow up and don't ever interact with sports at all. Yeah. Right. So like, it's 
that has to shift too. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a big initiative that needs to be pushed and happen where there's more girls getting into sports earlier, mm-hmm. at least learning about it, knowing yeah. about it. Again, there's now girls that are like six and seven playing flag. They know just as much as their brothers. Mm-hmm. So like, that's also a thing too. Like push your daughters to get into sports, not just because of that, but yeah. it's like, we all know the benefits of sports. I don't got to get into it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that has to shift too. Yeah. So we have to support each other because you already know the guys going to be at the NBA. Mm-hmm. They're going to be there with they, they bros, they, they family, whoever they're going to be there. Yeah. But when you go to WNBA, the guy's going to be there, too. Yeah. What are you talking about? And we're going to watch, and we're going to cheer, and we're going to encourage. Y'all are going to be there, but where where are we? Where are the females? Hey, yeah. man, I brought so, mine with me. We're we going to watch together. Well, maybe more guys need to bring their girls. All right. I don't know. Well, well we can go know. on and on, but, you know, we want to get to your story about Tronos. Okay. Okay. Hold on, hold um, on, JQ, because uh, y'all said something earlier, bro. Y'all said something, and y'all just tried to skip over it. Like y'all just the yeah, I, wanna get, I, I was on he, that. He I really wanted to circle. I wanted to circle back a long time ago because y'all just shot that out there, just like it was just. I mean, so so yeah, it was a multi-million dollar deal. But obviously, in order for a deal to go into fruition, you have to touch the field. The league never made it. Okay, okay, so okay, it, okay That's okay. why I just don't even go. Oh, I would have been mad. Oh, trust me. Oh my god, it took gosh. me like a good year to get past that, but. Was what it was. Yeah, let's get on these. Why in the hell did you create a shoe <laughs> during COVID? Are these used? These might be used. Ah. My hand, man, <laughs> like how? So, like what was the thought process? Because coming out with a shoe in yeah. the in a time where the economy's in shambles, mm-hmm. like who done pushed you up? <sighs> so I always I used to tell this story differently. If I'm being honest, because it just was what it was at that time, but mm-hmm. things have changed now. So when I first the 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 I guess creation of Toronto's happened during COVID, and it was actually two years prior to COVID. Okay. Because I, I actually met the designer and everything two years prior, and I was actually a brand ambassador for his company, and I was selling the hell out of his shoes. And one day he came to me and was like, "Have you ever thought about like a signature shoe line under us?" And I was like, "I mean, I love sneakers, but like." I mean, I'm open to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I love I love shoes. So he said, okay, how do you want it to look? I was like, I really want, like, a Jordan, like, mixed with a Balenciaga. Like, the sock Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. And he was like, cool. So he mocked it up first time, killed it, killed the design. I just put it out there to test and see, like, if people was actually going to like it. Man, that shit went crazy on social media. Mm. And so he was like, cool, let me actually make you, like, a color, like, different colorways, right? So that you have different options for people reposted that it went viral and so i was like cool all right i know this is gonna go and so like two years after that covid hit you know we were planning to launch juneteenth and um yeah it was a disaster (laughs) to say the least like we barely missed chinese new years um by like 26 hours if we would have if we would have not submitted our order we would have never got the shoes in we would have never had a shoe company Cause we, we couldn't, we wouldn't have been able to recover. Mm. So like, I remember me and my mom just like on the floor praying, like, come on, come on. We got to get this through. We got to get this done. And it was just, it was rough. We had issues with like, you know, getting the samples, the samples not being what we wanted. Um, the time delay with everything during COVID was just insane. Mm-hmm. And so our manufacturer is saying they're going to get here on this day. 
Thank and God. it wouldn't get there for two to three weeks later. So, like, we had customers like, what's up? Like, I want things about Christmas. What's going on? And we're like, we're over here, like, on live. We're doing Zooms with our customers. I'm, like, emailing people. Like, we're really showing our customers, like, love and letting them know, like, it's not us. Right. Like, we're really trying right. to get y'all stuff. And so, long story short, um, we made it, again, 26 hours by the grace of God. We got an order in. Everybody got their stuff by, by Christmas, thank God. And um, we had we had a hell of a year. We had a hell of a year. And um, we got a lot of support from, you know, celebrities. And we had people really backing it. Um, we had people like Dion that mm-hmm. shouted us out. Carlos, you know, Miller. We had people just really like, man, this is this is the first. Yeah. So, like, we really want to show love. And it, it went amazing. But it was not an easy journey to get to this point. I always tell people that because I feel like people only see the finished product. Right. But... The amount of sacrifice, the amount of like, am I going to pay my rent or am I going to make this shoe design? <laughs> like not, you know, having a in relationships and friendships because I couldn't be out there partying and doing this shit when I'm trying to do this. It was a lot of sacrifice that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And so like, this is the results of it. So when I first created it, it was because I was like, man, this is something cool to do. Mm-hmm. And this would be cool to give athletes something of their own. Mm-hmm. But now sitting here in 2023, it's really all about the empowerment of the athlete because we all know just because you get this multi-million dollar contract, there's still rules you got to abide mm-hmm. by. You're still connected and you're still technically owned mm-hmm. by whatever league you're in. Mm-hmm. A lot of athletes don't understand that, oh, I can go and build my own thing. I don't have to just be the face of this brand. Yeah. And I don't have to just hold this product up and make money, but I can actually own this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see enough representation. And for me, I'm like, what can I do to show athletes that you can have a plan B and have a life after sports mm-hmm. and build a legacy, build a brand? And so this is what this became about. This shoe represents all the athletes that didn't have a plan B, don't know how to have a plan B, and didn't know that this was possible. And also, there's not no, there's not no female, no black representation and ownership when it comes to shoe companies. And I'm all about empowering the underdog. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's for. You just said something then for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <clears throat> Talk about the size run where you got everybody. Oh yeah. So we go from a U three to a eighteen. So again, athletes they got big ass feet. Yeah. So we tried to cater to everybody, um, and it was very interesting to see the bigger sizes actually being sold out. Cause I was like, uh, I don't know about these like eighteens, but there yeah. was a lot of people that actually bought them. Man, you don't under, are they? How much they cost retail? How much retail? So these price? are one eighty five. One eighty five mm-hmm. gang affordable shoes. Hey, yeah, look, exactly. And we tried all to make my them partners, in the middle. bro, that got big feet. This this the shoe company. Shout yeah. say, look, light. if you if you close to Atlanta, bro, she said the shipping ain't gonna take long. Cause, it's not because hub not. is in Atlanta. But hold on, let me tell you why these are different. So what we did too, again, being an athlete, I thought about all the issues we have. Our feet be hurting, our shoes, you know, shoes ain't really breathable, so our feet are sweaty. Like all the things that you can you know, complain about as an athlete. So what we did was we put um, a memory foam into our shoes so that if you have knee pain, back pain, joint pain, going through an injury, it helps to absorb that shock. Mm-hmm. We also have our soles that, again, it, it absorbs shock as well. Um, and then we're actually going to be in- implementing something new um, called carbon fiber. So it helps you run faster, jump further, 
And it just helps helps you with your athletic abilities. Oh, y'all coming out with the Black Panther shoes. <laughs> Man, y'all. But look, I know what I'm going to be for Halloween about, next year. We care about the quality of life. Yeah. About, like after sports. Because mm-hmm. we we broken up. Yeah. So like if we can do something to make your life easier, why not? And I ain't going to lie. I'm not saying this because it's my shoe. You can go look at my videos if you think I'm capping. I could only wear my slides and my shoes when I was going through this surgery. Mm. I hiked up whatever mountain it was in Hawaii with like a completely torn ACL in my shoes because it is a shop like that. So we got nurses, we got doctors, we got people in their 80s, people as young as like 10 wearing our shoes. So we made a shoe that caters to everybody. And I feel like pain is something that we all go through at some point in our life. Yeah. So if we can help make that easier for people... Like, why not? You said you was going to get the Count Me Out podcast, Appel? <laughs> these are fire, though. How did you How did you come but up with the colorway? These are my way? favorite, y'all. I really? Like, is this the white or the color? The color all whites and all blacks. Is I love the all whites, though. And is this the so only cool. model? This the only... Oh, we got low tops and high tops. Okay, okay, okay. Are these the these lows or the highs? Those are the lows. Okay. Yeah. But the next venture now is we're, cre- we're going into sports-specific, which I'm... Super excited about it's gonna be called Toronto Elite. I can't go into a whole bunch of detail. We ain't got to talk but about. But we're doing football cleats, basketball shoes, track spikes, pickleball shoes, everything. So there's nobody in that like space. They still saying JQ. Yep. Now you got everybody saying pickleball. <laughs> nah, but that's a, it's a hot market. So um, so that will also be something that we're gonna be the first, you know, independent shoe company to be competing for market share. Mm. Yeah. With the big dogs, but I'm like. I'm an athlete. Like, have you I know thought about Have you thought about sponsoring athletes, getting getting uh, athletes to? That's yeah. I can't talk about that. Okay, but we, we doing something. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. My fault. That's going with the nil. Yeah. Oh, that's big. I can't. But your shoes are also in um, athletes' foot mm-hmm, athletes and foot. champs. Champs and Lennox. How they're did you? How did you? Because they're in Cumberland and they're in uh, Lennox. That's fine. Yeah. How did how how was that process? So. Relationship building. Yeah. Um, with Champs, which was, I guess, East Bay at the time, um, I was actually doing, like, a lot of influencer work. So I would promote their brand. I would be in their, like, flag football games. I was, like, you know, their influencer. And so when I came out with the shoe company, I was like, man, are y'all going to show love? Like, y'all going to help us get into the stores? And they were like, yeah, we got you. And they got us into East Bay, help us get into Champs. But it was because I was doing stuff for that company for two to three, like two and three years. Mm. And so they, they loved me and my brand. So they was like, we're going to support you. And they really did. They, they wasn't capping. So relationships. So make that, make those relationships early athletes. Yeah. Ooh, you never know what that's going to get you. Hey, look, mm-hmm. you know, we, um, on, on the podcast, we like to, um, we like to chop up a little bit on Instagram, set you up a little clip. Like if you were, if you were talking to your, 13, 14-year-old self, mm. give yourself one piece of advice moving forward. Knowing everything you know now, going through everything you went through, go, go. you walk into a room, 14-year-old Santee is sitting at a, at a school desk. Give her a piece of advice. Don't give up. I know it sucks right now. I know you're not understanding why you're not reaching the pinnacle of your success, your talent as an athlete. I know you're watching everybody else get those gold medals and win, and you're working as hard as possible, and you just you keep missing it by this much. Don't give up, because God got something way bigger planned for you, and it's going to change the world. So don't give up. 
Y'all heard that? Because <laughs> yeah, I had to take heat into yeah, that right there. That. But uh, before we go, I want to talk about the uh, intentional dating. Oh, um, <laughs> I know it's going to bring up love on sports. Okay, but I'm with it. So, uh, did you come up with this after you got married or was it before? It was before. It was before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The reason why was because. Um, Just give, give them a little rundown on what we talking yeah. about. Just give him a little, a quick little two second, you feel me? Just so we all on the same page. About which part? Intentional dating with you and JQ. You know, just give him a little. What are we talking about? Because I don't know. Look, so intentional dating is a community of marriage minded singles that we're bringing together to find each other. We're giving singles and empowering singles um, to become better daters, date intentionally, not get their time wasted, um, know how to ask the right questions so Mm. that you're not. Six months in to get to know somebody and find out, oh, they don't want kids. I want kids. And we just wasted six months. Mm-hmm. So, like, how to ask those tough questions and just equipping them to be better, better daters. Um, and so we came up with that because um, if you follow me, if you've been following me for a while, y'all know I used to write Dear Future Husband mm-hmm. posts. I think I started in 2017 and I just was writing letters to my husband on social media. Like, what? Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm with He's you. He's intrigued. You. I'm with you. I'm with yeah, you. What you were saying on, on to did he know this? this? Nah, uh, nah. Oh, this was just a post for everybody. So okay, let me let me it tell, was just, let me it tell was you just, how I got there. Cause people be like, why why was you doing that? Like that's but for sure. So <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. But keep going, keep going, because this is good. I like this. I cannot. Okay, so I had so in 2016, I had gotten into a relationship. Thought that that was my my person. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom was planning our engagement. He was Indian mm-hmm. and he was Muslim. Okay. And I was I'm very much Christian. And so like throughout the relationship, he I said, "Are you sure this ain't gonna be a problem?" He was like, "No, no, you're good. Like we whatever you want to like our future kids can be Christian if they want to. Like I really don't care." Man, when we got close to her, like or him proposing, he was like. So, yeah, my, my dad wants to bless our first child into the Muslim faith. So, like, what's up? And I'm like, excuse me? Excuse me, you say what? You said what? I said, you just now making our religion a problem. And he was like, yeah, this is like, well, this is our religion. And my children have to be Muslim because I'm Muslim. I'm the man. And so that became like a big thing. And we broke up because of that. And I was heartbroken because I was in love with this dude. And so I remember I went through a whole, you know, little mini depression because of that and my mom said why don't you why don't you actually just start speaking out loud what you want in a husband and make sure that faith is like the big part the biggest part right yep and so i was like cool like i guess i can do that she was like just post it i was like what she said just post on social media like you never know who's out there you got a lot of people following you Mm -hmm. you never know who you're gonna meet Oh, and I, I know like, your DMs was probably on fire every time oh you posted you one You used of them. to do the lives, too. Oh, my. Those were... I did a lot of... Yeah, so, like, <laughs> oh I would literally, like, write exactly what I would say to my husband if he was in my face. You got your phone with you right there? I know you got it's one of them. It's over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Make her read one of them to y'all, yeah, bro, if y'all no. see she was saying... Y'all can go look at it on my Instagram. But, but, yeah, so I started doing that, and so um, people knew that. So when we got... In, you know, engaged in everything. Our engagement went viral because mm-hmm. he proposed at the um, Falcon Stadium. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He sure did. Did that's we so win cute. that game? Yes. Oh, okay, good. So we, so we won, won on that game, game, right? I was we sure about to blame. You got to. No, no, no. We also won <laughs> the day we got married. So we like, we we must be good luck yeah. hey, man, y'all got an anniversary coming up or something? Because we struggling. <laughs> God damn it. We, we just got married in September, so. Come on, talking. bro. Y'all need to come and all and do it again. Shit. Come on, Fabian. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, so like people seen that and so like people were like, what? Like, how'd you get from here to here? Mm-hmm. Like, we was literally on social media all the time complaining about your the dating life and like what you were going through. And then all of a sudden, like, you just you were engaged. Mm-hmm. And I had a whole process I went through. Like a whole ass process that was painful. Self-reflecting, therapy, listen, you know, talking to married people, getting their opinion, talking to men about men so that I can learn from men about men. And mm-hmm. I just talked about talk to women about men because we only know what we know. Right. And I learned so much. And um, so I was like, I'm going to just give y'all game. So in order for you to get where you got, you had to sit back and listen to a guy, huh? We ain't got to talk that's about what, it. That's what he does. Child. We ain't got to talk about it. That's just what I heard. We ain't got to talk about it. Baby, I was not trying to Men talk about you. Men and women. Oh, not for the play. But it's so, it's so many people are splitting up. I mean, every time I get on social media, shade room, I see that red squiggle line. Right. Somebody done broke up. That red squiggle. Right? Um, you guys are open on y'all's social media pages. Mm-hmm. But aren't you, are you guys afraid of how open you are? Because I feel like the more open you are in your relationship and telling people on social media is bound to happen when somebody going to slip in and, you know, try to destroy that. So how do you guys keep it mm-hmm. safe but also being open at the same time? How do I say this so that people would receive it? Oh, uh, well. Exactly how you was about to say it, right? How when you went back and tried <laughs> to say how you was going to say it, say that one right there. Say that one. So I feel like when God is calling you to do something, what everybody else thinks is irrelevant. Because I feel like this was part of my testimonial mm-hmm. to tell people how I got from this point to this point to save somebody else. Because I went through some of the worst things you can go through throughout relationships. I've been living in Atlanta. So that's mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm just being real. Yeah. I'm just being real. What? I stick into that. It's, it's, Ma'am? It's a lot out here. So It's, it's a lot. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> To help other people overcome that. And then two, I feel like, again, that's a calling that we both have and what and how and why I don't think it's a problem is because I feel like me and my husband we're on a different plane. Mm. Like it's like we live in this in, in this world, but we're not of this world. Yeah. So like spiritually, we're so deeply connected and rooted that I I don't know how to explain it because I don't like saying this to people. Like people cheat all the time. People think that people are not gonna cheat and they cheat. But when you have a man that is truly seeking God's heart Mm. and he don't want to do nothing to mess up that relationship. And that is what he breathes. Wait, how everything. I feel like that to me is security on a different level. Mm -hmm. And can't nobody slip in when you got a man that's hearing from God and delivering a message. Come on. So for me, that's what made me fall in love with him because I watched him do that several times. He said things that I'm like, how the fuck you know this? Yeah. How you know this? And why you, how you, why you, how you act like this 
with this happening over here. And mm-hmm. he just has never changed. Like he has, you know, you get in about two years in, it's mm-hmm. like you start, you start noticing seeing, yep. some, there's something. Everything that he was from the beginning, he still is. Same. I Everything. sure hope my wife talk about me like that, folks, when I ain't around. <laughs> oh, God. What's bro name? Isaac. A, what's up, Isaac, bro? Hit my DM, gang. We got to start hanging out, man. Then my wife start talking about me like that. Damn. Um, so, to me, I think when you have that on your marriage, it's like you have to share that. Yeah. And I feel like we want to help rebuild the black community the family structure mm-hmm. and the only way we can do that is by being what we want to see the mm-hmm. change we want to see and by showing people what we're doing to get there yeah and by all means we're not perfect but we have some things that we've implemented into our our marriage and our engagement even dating like when we first started dating we made sure that or he he came to me and said before we get engaged can we put together a spreadsheet of our expectations what do you are what are you expecting from me? And I and I was like, well, this is what I think. And he did the same. And when we got engaged, we fell right into that. So that there's no confusion. So he can't be like, I can't be like, well, I thought she was gonna pay all the bills. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Well, I never said that. Well, on his motherfucking spreadsheet. Back to the Never mind, Isaac. Don't call me no more, gang. I'm supposed nah. to send you a calendar Nazi, bro. I don't want to deal nah, with it, guys. But, and we did the same thing with marriage. So, like, and then we do Sabbath every Saturday. So, we spend time with God and each other. We Every single Saturday, uh, every single Saturday we go through our, our week. We talk about, what, what, like, what went wrong, what went right. If there was any issues, let's talk about it. Let's handle it. Let's squash it, and then let's go into the week fresh. Mm. So when we argue, which we, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, we don't argue, but when we have disagreements, in that exact moment, we handle it. It's not like, well, I'm gonna go to bed mad, or I'm gonna hold it in. Like, nah, this, you made me feel this way, Mm -hmm. so let's talk about it. And we do that every single time. And I feel like communication, Yes. if you communicate, if you communicate through everything, there should never be no issues. Mm -mm. The moment that shit dies, that's when you, like, well, how I didn't know you was feeling this way, and I didn't know you was feeling this way. I didn't know that we growing apart at this. Like you know what I'm saying. But if you're communicating what's happening throughout your entire relationship, there, how the hell is there gonna be issues? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's gonna be just dumb like regular human shit. Yeah. But like, how can we grow apart if I'm if we both in each other's business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm being my business. So <laughs> stay out my business, baby. Yeah, man. So yeah. I'm done. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. We just went all the way left from what was that intentional day? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though. It's gonna be but some that's folks tuning day. in. Yeah. For sure. It's gonna be some folks tuning yeah. in because you said a bunch of stuff for sure that's gonna hit home. I gotta uh, say this the last thing. Ask the hard questions early. Mm. Ask the hard questions. Do not wait till y'all two years in to figure out if again he wanna have a family. Do you really want does he wanna be married? Is he ready to be like ask them questions? Like our first date was crazy. Where y'all I, go on y'all first date? We went to um I also get this damn restaurant. It's by Perimeter Mall. Oh, What's okay. it called? The child went to go eat. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like first Cheesecake Factory? No, no, no. <laughs> Man, that, that was on that list. I, I now like that was on the though. list. Like you better not go to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> You can't go cheesecake. no cheesecake. You know what? You know what wasn't on that oh list God. though? That went viral? What? McDonald's. 
<laughs> McDonald's was not on there, so I had Big Mac your ass to death. <laughs> no cap. Baby. Not Big Mac. What? Get you a large sweet tea, baby. <laughs> we straight. We straight. Oh, my God. Satia, tell everybody how they can find you on social media. <sighs> um, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at trackbaby001, and then Facebook is queen of apps. And then my website is santiadeck.com. Okay, and where can they, they they can find the shoes oh, on um, your website? You can find it on my website, but the actual official website is Tronos Official, T-R-O-N-U-S Official.com. Okay. Okay. Well, we appreciate you coming through. Thank you for having me. Definitely dropped a lot of gems and um, super gems. Look, we can't wait. We're gonna <laughs> chop that thing up, man. We had folks chop Y'all it up. Y'all better not chop it up crazy. No, we're gonna send, look, we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> send you we gonna, <laughs> we gonna send you some clips. We not like you know the media will try to twist your words. Yeah, exactly. We ain't gonna do that. <laughs> no, we, we just look yeah, we, we gonna that chop some of that stuff up, man. Okay. We appreciate you coming, you know, dropping all these gems you dropped on us. We appreciate you coming, showing us your product, you know, giving us your story. Because um like it's it's different when you when you get to when you get to go through it. When you get to go through, you know, life experiences mm-hmm. and come out on the other side on a positive note mm-hmm. because most people don't get to do that. Right. Sure. And you know, that's what that's a big part of how counting me out came because at some point in time during that process, people were saying, Man, Santia ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Like we ain't even you feel me? And you I found like a way it. to make it make sense on the other side. So I love that. You know, from the Counting Me Out podcast, we appreciate you coming. You know, for being the first, I, I can't even say first, but for being one of the only <laughs> black shoe company owners. Mm-hmm. So I am the first female athlete. To I ever see. I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to overstep. <laughs> being the first, that's even bigger. Like yeah. that's a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah. Thank you. In itself, not even talking about nothing else. Like. This is a huge accomplishment yeah. in itself. Thank so you. from counting me out, we want to give you our flowers for, you know, going above and yes. beyond what people said you can do. Yes. Thank you. I so appreciate it. From the counting me out podcast, you know, keep going, man, because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a lot of people. Like you said, it's a lot of people that's watching, that's tuned in to your story. Yeah. You know that that you provide that 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 little push for them to keep going too. So thank you, thank you, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's your girl JQ, and it's your boy Spoon, and we're out. <laughs>